Welcome to episode three of the Phoenix Fanatics podcast, the number one podcast devoted to the only sports team in Green Bay that matters, your UW Green Bay Fighting Phoenix men's basketball team. It's good to be back. As we mentioned last episode, we did travel with the Phoenix on their three-game road trip to start the year. We will address that later on in the podcast. Yeah, I felt like I've been living out of a suitcase in a hotel room for the last couple of weeks. A lot of hours in, a lot of miles. A lot of fun, though, too. A lot of fun. Uh, We met some great Phoenix fanatics all throughout the country. Um, We'll get to that a little later. We know some of you Phoenix fanatics out there are a little up in arms over over the slow start. And we will address that. We are here for you. We're your sounding board. We will take calls. Uh, but first, I, we want to start off and to steal a bit from Jimmy Kimmel. We wanted to read some mean tweets. We steal everything else. What's one more thing? Exactly. Okay, so the first tweet we want to read. And we'll, you know, we're, we're going to protect the tweeties in this. We're not going to name names. And we're not here to go after anybody. Right. The Ray Romano sounding guy has major wood for the Tony Bennett days. The Ray Romano sounding guy. I, now I'm not. I'm not sure exactly which one of us that refers to us. I mean, I take. As it, I, I I always thought we both sounded a little like Ray Romano. Yeah, and I, I take that as a compliment. I mean, Ray Romano, everybody loves him, apparently, right? And I know me personally, I I strive to impersonate Ray Romano that's what I was going for so maybe they are talking about me um I don't know as far as the major wood for the Tony Bennett days I don't really want to drag this podcast down a notch a lot of deviance hold on Twitter I guess that said you know I can understand the Ray Romano impersonation being directed towards me what I do know though for a fact is that the major wood is not directed towards me because I'm currently suffering from a case of erectile dysfunction. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, oh, I appreciate that, but it's going to get better. And when it does, I will indeed have major wood for the Tony Bennett days. We love you, Tony. You're our hero. All right, why don't we go ahead and read another one here. If you want to have a good laugh, go listen to the Phoenix Fanatics podcast on iTunes. They're unintentionally funny. Well, it, again, thanks for listening. Uh, appreciate the support. Appreciate you putting it out there. And again, on iTunes, please rate, review, and subscribe. I, I think, you know, the the one comment I have on that, though, is I, th- I think maybe the, the listener is misunderstanding the point of the podcast. This, this isn't a, a comedy podcast or anything like that. It's, it's a Phoenix Fanatics basketball podcast. We're here to bring you the hot takes, the news, the notes. We're, we're looking to get this information out here, not, not tell knock-knock jokes here. And with all due respect, I mean, we are, we're not comedians. When you downloaded this on iTunes, which you clearly did by your tweet, you didn't go to the comedy section. Well, we're we're doing a disservice to our fans, I think, if if we try and provide something other than what we're saying. And I know we said we weren't going to disclose who the tweets were coming from, but I think the point that this guy misunderstands the point of the podcast uh, may have something to do with his education. UW <coughs> Milwaukee. Well, if he doesn't understand this, I assume there's a, a number of things that he doesn't understand. So I, I'm not going to take it personally. Appreciate the support, though. Appreciate you 
broadcasting that we are on iTunes. Rate and review the podcast. Thank you. Along those same lines, we did receive other tweets saying that they're not e- we're not even unintentionally hilarious. We're straight up cringeworthy. Again, see our previous comments. People obviously don't understand the point of this podcast. We're not comedians. We don't have an HBO special coming out next month. Moving on, we, we've addressed all that. Uh, I'd like to read another one. What's the over-under on when they... Raluzzi... Let me spell that out for you people. I'm just reading the tweet exactly as is. R-W-A-L-U-Z-A-E. So what's the over-under on when they... Raluzzi, they've made a mistake and give up. A week? A month? Let's address this. First of all, I... I'm, I'm trying to figure out what the listener's going for here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Maybe it's a term I'm not familiar with. I think they might mean realize. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, just taking it in context with the rest of the tweet. Um, yeah, we'll just assume they mean realize. What was it? Was there something? I I mean the and again again um, we're not gonna name names here, but uh, Cleveland State. <clears throat> so I think I mean the, the the listener. We're always trying to improve the show in whatever way possible. Uh, the the listener references a mistake. I don't know if there was something in in the last podcast. Um, we we touched on all the games. We previewed everything coming up. I, I don't know if there was any. Any notable news or anything that we missed? Uh, I'm trying to figure out what... Let's get one thing clear It's a little vague. This podcast is not a mistake. This is a passion of ours. The UW-Green Bay Phoenix are a passion of ours. And we're not going to give up this podcast. A week, a month. We promised all of you Phoenix fanatics at the beginning of the first episode that we were going to be here through thick and thin throughout... The college basketball season. So we will not be giving up. We will be here until the Phoenix reaches the Final Four in April. I mean, we could just go home, put on our sweater vest, give up, maybe go try something else like doing a podcast about reality TV show Big Brother, but that's not us. We're not quitters. We don't quit. And again, these were actual tweets uh, left by our adoring fans. But we'll move on. Like I said, hold, at the hold beginning, on. If just we gotta throw it out there. If, if you'd like to contribute, be part of the podcast, be part of the conversation. Feel free to follow us on Twitter. That's Phoenix underscore fans. P H A N S. Yeah. Uh, please give us a follow. Moving on. I said at the beginning. I know the fans are a little uneasy after this rough start. So why don't we take some calls? Yeah. Let's go to the phones. All right, we go to Chet in Crivets. Chet, welcome to the podcast. Hey, guys. Hey, Chet, how you doing? Chet, what's up? Welcome to the show. Guys, first time, long time. Guys, I don't know if you saw those three games. We did, Chet. We did. Yeah, uh, we, we were on the road trip. We, we saw them each, We were at each game. Guys, I don't know what to do right now. The Phoenix, they're my life. And to see, to see what's happening 
I think they got to get rid of that coach after this start. Well, I, the road trip, certainly. I, I, guys, guys, did you watch the games? Yeah, I mean, we, we, saw, we saw the games. We I, guys, the, the coach, the athletic director, the university president, I, this goes all the way to the top. I, we can't put up with this. All right, all right. Hold on a second, Chet. Let me let me cut you off here. I I can sense your frustration. That's for sure. But I, are you thinking maybe you're possibly overreacting a tiny bit here to to three games? Uh, did I hear you call for the head of the university president? Guys, guys. I did you watch the games I, again? I, I watched every minute of every game. I got up at five a.m. They played that school in. Tennessee, I got, I watched it, got up, started drinking, watched the game, watched that Stanford game. They were up in the second half. They blew the lead, went to overtime, couldn't hit, couldn't hit their free throws. The Georgia Tech game last night, uh, down by 30 in the first half, lost by 30. I mean, it's it's, it's okay. We we don't need a play by play, Chet. Yeah, I, we I were there. I, I mean, understand. We, You're we, frustrated. We saw every minute of every game too, Chet. But you got to remember. They're adapting to a new system. It's early in the season. And, you know, we're going to get more into the road trip later in the podcast. Yeah, we'll, we'll break down what we saw in the game, you know, what we liked, opportunities for improvement. We'll get into that. but I, Guys, I, I guess what I'm saying is they missed that 24, that point guard. He was pretty good last year. They missed him. Uh, Kiefer Sykes are you referring to, Chet? Yeah, 24, point guard. Pretty good. Well, obviously they're going to miss him, but Chet, you can't be sitting here thinking about a player that isn't on the team anymore. Guys, guys, guys. Like I always say, I'm a Phoenix fanatic just like you guys. But to, to watch these three games, I don't know what to do. I'm panicking. Help me. Chet, you're a loyal listener. You're a Phoenix fanatic just like us. We, we get it. But are we panicking? No. Do you do you hear panic in our voice? No, I'm I'm perfectly calm. I mean, did the road trip go exactly as I had hoped? Well, no, but I think they're going to be just fine. I, I think we're going to be just fine. Chet, do you have anything else for us? Yeah, guys. Uh, ugh, guys, do you think after this start, the Phoenix are going to make the tournament? Uh, well, I. Again, not not the ideal start, but I fully expect the Phoenix to make the tournament. Uh, the Horizon League it pales in comparison to what the Phoenix bring to the table. Right. We I fully expect the Phoenix to go undefeated in the Horizon League Horizon League play. They also have a couple non-conference games coming up: Akron, Toledo. They're gonna roll through those games. You can you can boost that RPI. This 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 doesn't hurt at all. It's, it's just a minor setback at worst. Do you have anything else, Chet? Guys, I, I, I don't see how you guys think they can make that tournament this year. Guys, uh, uh, yeah! F*** you guys! I'll hang up and listen! Alright, well, um, thanks, thanks for th- the... Thanks for the call, Chet. As always. Pre- appreciate you listening. Um, talk to you later.
Well, on that note, I, I think we're going to throw to a break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to look at some of those games that Chet was concerned about. We'll go over the Stanford game when we return on this episode of the Phoenix Fanatics Basketball Podcast. Today's episode of the Phoenix Fanatics Podcast is brought to you by DraftDuel.com. That's DraftDuel.com. Don't be fooled by the imitators. DraftDuel.com is your undisputed leader in quasi-legal daily fantasy sports gambling. Please enter the promo code University of Wisconsin Green Bay Men's Basketball 2015 Horizon League Champs. That's University of Wisconsin Green Bay Men's Basketball 2015 Horizon League Champs. DraftDuel.com Welcome back to the Phoenix Fanatics Podcast. As we said earlier, now is the time to break down the season-beginning three-game road trip. Um, I want to start off on a positive note. As we stated, we did travel to each game with the Phoenix at Stanford, at East Tennessee State, at Georgia Tech. And the fan support was overwhelming. We we had a great experience out on the road. In each city we were in, we found a Phoenix bar. Um, You wouldn't believe it, the the following that the Phoenix have nationwide. I was overwhelmed. Um, We met up with some great fans, had some meet and greets at at local bars, gave away t-shirts, Signed some autographs, had pictures taken. I mean, the support for the podcast was overwhelming. And I should say, again, we have nothing but five-star reviews on iTunes. Yeah, the, the, the fan support was out there. It was uh, People were having a good time. People were having fun at the games. It was, it, was, it was a lot of fun. The record, maybe not where we were hoping for at this point, but uh, a, a lot of positives I think we can take away from that road trip. And again, what is really... what? So we're in the middle of November, towards the end of November. Haven't even hit Thanksgiving yet. And what is an 0-3 record really at this point? Last I checked, they're not, they're not handing out NCAA titles in November. All right, now let's break down the road trip game by game. So the Phoenix started off against Stanford. Great game. That was, that was a lot of fun to watch. Phoenix ended up on the short end of the stick there, 93-89 in overtime. A lot of positives, though, from that game. The Phoenix, they were up 14 in the second half. Um, it was a great team almost win. But they are who we thought they were, and we let them off the hook. A great almost win. You're right. You're right. Um, Carrington Love, who we stated on earlier podcasts, was going to be the star of this team. How many points did he have that game? 32 points, uh, notably 6 of 9 from downtown. Uh, he, he really kept the Phoenix in that game. He hit a lot of big shots. Uh, another guy we said would stand out this season in earlier podcasts was Charles Cooper, and he proved us right in that first game. Proved that he could be a scorer, 19 points. Yeah, I, I, I thought he played well. Um, chipped in, had six rebounds, couple of steals on the defensive end. Uh, a, a decent contribution, I think, from Cooper. A guy who kind of let us down, Jordan Faust, obviously a first-team preseason all-horizon pick. One of 13 from the field. You know, I he he was off he was off shooting his his stroke wasn't there in the first game and he did have that injury he sat out that game against the Blue Devils. I will say he did find other ways to contribute though, which I think is impressive. 
you know, if, if the shot's not falling, you got to figure what else can I do to help my team win? Uh, he, he chipped in, he had 11 rebounds, he had six assists, a couple of steals. Again, it's when, when the shot's not going, you got to keep fighting hard and, you know, finding ways to, to help your team be successful. You know, I actually thought the Phoenix had a good chance to win, and they should have won the game, especially with Stanford missing Marcus Allen and highly touted point guard Robert Cartwright, who's out for the year. She called. He yelled, Cartwright. So looking back on this game, the the pace of play, I thought it was pretty evenly contested throughout. Um, the, The first half of the game... A fairly close battle, back and forth game, a lot of lead changes. Uh, where, where the Phoenix really started to take control was late in the second half, that under four timeout. That's when they were really able to string together a couple of buckets. They built their lead up to six, seven, eight, nine, and they really built a lot of momentum going into halftime with this game. And they kept that momentum going into the second half. They were up, they were up by as many as 14. Right. They, they, they came out of the half. They, they, they didn't come out flat or any kind of concern you have against going against this team like Stanford. Uh, they maintained their lead. They were up a good chunk of the second half. Uh, it, it did get tight a little bit later as, as the clock started to wind down. You were, you were looking at a single possession game for a good chunk of those last five minutes there. And I can tell you the atmosphere in the crowd, we were sitting in the in the Green Bay section and there were probably a thousand fans in that section. And you you could hear you could hear the Phoenix support in the crowd. It was almost like a home game. Yeah. So as the game went on, Stanford came back. I mean our beloved Phoenix they're up fourteen early in the second half. Stanford came back, took the lead, and then Charles Cooper came up huge with a three-point play with four seconds left that basically sent the game to overtime. At that point, the momentum swung back towards the Phoenix, and we thought, along with all the fans in attendance, that the Phoenix would take the game in overtime. You had to figure at that point all the momentum was on the Phoenix side going into overtime. But alas, it wasn't meant to be, as overtime did not start out strong for our beloved Phoenix as Carrington Love had a foul, there were a couple turnovers, missed layups. Stanford basically took control. And the Phoenix ended up on the wrong side of the game, 93-89. A close game, but a loss nonetheless. But it wasn't so much a loss as it was they ran out of time. Moving on, Phoenix then traveled to East Tennessee State. And an early morning game as part of the ESPN College Tip-Off Marathon. 5 a.m. start time. This is always a kind of the unofficial kickoff of college basketball when ESPN does their 24-hour straight. And we do have it on inside authority that Link Darner did have the team practicing early in the morning for a couple days leading up to this game. Well, he's, he's trying to get folks adjusted to the schedule so that you know the, they aren't caught off guard at the 5 a.m. start time. Although, I mean, with the, the amount of energy coming into this game, knowing they're on national TV, I, I don't think they had to do too much poking or prodding to get the team up or ready for this game. Right, and they came off a tough loss against Stanford, a game that I think we both agree they should have won. And again, this game, I think we both agree they should have won. East Tennessee State 
kind of took control, had a halftime lead, 48-41. to 41. This is a game I think they should have won. They took control early, uh, jumped out to a 15-4 to 4 lead. In spite of the early morning start time, they, they appeared ready to play. Yeah, I agree. They were they were moving the ball well. They came out energetic. They were hitting a couple of shots early. This this seemed like a game that, uh, as it was going on, it, w- it was starting off in the Phoenix favor. Unfortunately, the Phoenix went cold toward the end of the half. East Tennessee State continued to chip away, and they managed to come out at the end of the first half with a seven-point lead at 48-41. Unfortunately, in the second half, East Tennessee State never relinquished the lead, and they went on to a 103-90 to victory. Um, there were a couple bright spots, though. Jordan Faust, he did end up with 15 points. He had a subpar opening game against Stanford. And I think the yeah, guy, it's good to see him get back on track. Right, and the guy that really stood out for me in this game was Kenneth Lowe. 23 points, 10 of 15 from the field. That's back-to-back solid games. It's good to see him come out. I know going into the season we were expecting him to be a player that was going to step up, take on some of that scoring load, and it's it's good to get a little reassurance early in the season that he's a guy the Phoenix can rely on. So the Phoenix started off 0-2, losses against Stanford and East Tennessee State, but I think we could agree that there were bright spots in both of the games. So that brings us to... Georgia Tech, and actually, if I could pause for a moment, Chet, we do have you on hold. We will get back to you as soon as we summarize this game. So Georgia Tech, the Phoenix got down early in the first half by 30 points, and honestly, I can tell you that's the time I started pounding the alcohol hard. I mean, it wasn't fun to watch. I think you can agree. It was It was a tough game. They, they got off to a poor start. I... I had to watch because I wanted to see how they were going to react. You know, you have to see how the team responds to adversity and, and comes back in tough situations. Well, they didn't respond well, I can tell you that much, because they were down by 30 in the first half. I started drinking heavily. I'm drinking heavily right now just talking about it. There's no sense recapping this game. I mean, it is what it is. They lost by 30 points. They got their ass kicked. I... Like we said, there an NCAA title has never been won in November, so I'm just going to shrug this one off. I'm going to move on. We're going to look ahead to what's coming up. I I think they still have a solid chance to win the Horizon League and move on to the NCAA tournament. Yeah, I mean, we fully expect them to go undefeated in the Horizon League. they got a couple games coming up at home, Minnesota-Duluth. I fully expect them to dominate that game, possibly 100-52. Well, you get into Horizon League play, you're not going to have a Stanford in the Horizon League. You don't have an East Tennessee State in the Horizon League. I, I think the competition is going to be much more manageable. So the road trip is over. What's done is done. We have an 0-3 record. Again, as stated, we got a cupcake coming in on Sunday, Minnesota Duluth. Then we got Akron. We got Toledo coming up. I mean, I fully expect the Phoenix to turn the season around. Well, the the schedule sets up favorable going forward, and I'm not going to fault the the Phoenix for scheduling up going forward. I, it's uh, the the. I apologize, the beginning of the schedule, I'm not going to fault them for scheduling up out of conference early. Well, let's be honest, that's only going to help them if for some unforeseen reason 
they don't win the Horizon League tournament. This early season schedule, Stanford, Georgia Tech, East Tennessee State, all powerhouses, they could get an at-large bid. Well, you have to do whatever you can to schedule up because it it the last couple of years it's it seems increasingly uncertain what the tournament committee takes into account when they're looking to assign those at-large bids. It's I, is it wins? Is it road wins? Is it RPI? Is it I? It, it's so difficult to determine what they're looking at that you know you have to just simply schedule the most difficult games possible and try to win win as many of those as you can. And let's be honest. I mean, I don't I don't necessarily want to say this, but I don't want to offend a lot of our fan base. But how many? Of of you losers out there, when the schedule came out, you went down the schedule predicting wins and losses. A lot of you probably had the Phoenix 0-3 after this stretch of games. So we're not going to dwell on this road trip any any further. Um, what's done is done. We're going to look towards the future. And the future, P-H-U-T-U-R-E, is bright for the Phoenix. There's no doubt about that. But as promised... Let's go back to Chet. He called back. Chet. Chet, welcome back. What's on your mind? Hey, guys. First time, long time. Uh, thanks, for, thanks for having me on again. I, uh, I've been listening since I called earlier. I've been listening to a podcast. Um, I, I just want to apologize, guys. I, I was out of line with some of the stuff I said before. I, I love you guys. You're my friends. I, 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 I just feel bad. <laughs> it's okay, Chet. You don't have to apologize. We understand all the Phoenix fanatics out there. Guys, 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 I, I just, I, I feel terrible. I didn't know how to react after that, that the road trip. I, guys, I, don't, I, I appreciate you guys. You helped me through the good times and the bad. I'm glad you're here for me. I just wanted to let you guys know that. Chet, we appreciate the call. We understand that you're upset. Folks are going to get frustrated. 0-3 is not the optimal start. It's, it's not what we were looking for personally. But Chet, just remember, you always have a place on this show. You're always welcome to call. We appreciate your opinions. We like the fact that you're passionate about Phoenix basketball. So... Let's let bygones be bygones. You're welcome to call in anytime. Just keep it clean from now on. Thanks, guys. I'll hang up and listen. And with that, we're going to toss it to a break. We'll be back with more from the next episode of Phoenix Fanatics Basketball Podcast. Welcome back to the Phoenix Fanatics Basketball Podcast. Let's take a look at the upcoming schedule for the Phoenix. They return home November 22nd against Minnesota Duluth. We fully expect them to win that game 100-52. to Then the Phoenix takes on Akron. They come to the Rest Center on November 24th, uh, followed, followed by a road trip to Eastern Illinois and SIU Edwardsville. That's November 30th. We will then have a podcast that following week. That'll be our next episode. We'll preview the big Todd Kowalczyk homecoming Toledo comes to the rush Sunday, December 6th. And I know you're a big Kowalczyk fan, as you've stated on prior. Well, at that point, the team's going to have a little bit of a little bit of space in between. They're, they're going to be 
fully back. I expect at four and three at that point. Um, Toledo's going to come to town. Todd Kowalczyk. And again, that's going to be the next episode. It's it's going to be a can't miss episode. We are going to fully focus on the matchup versus Toledo. We will do a summary of the games leading up to that, but our main focus is going to be on the Todd Kowalczyk homecoming. Now that you've got a little bit of distance between Kowalczyk leaving leaving the program, he's gone on to Toledo, he's had a few years to develop that program, now he comes back, faces that Phoenix team, what's that going to look like at this point? Right, and so that brings us to the end of the podcast, and we realize all you Phoenix fans, you had a rough week. The Phoenix didn't get off to the start. We all hoped they'd get off to. Don't be discouraged. We know we aren't. But I want to leave you with a positive note. I want to give a shout-out to Phoenix women's basketball player, Lakin James, who just recently made the Sports Center top 10 the number one play when she hit a 50-foot shot at the buzzer in a game against Marquette. I caught that. I was just watching TV, and the highlight came up. An incredible play. Yep. And again, we will see you next time on the Phoenix Fanatics podcast. Thanks for listening. Go Phoenix.